At the end of the episode today, you're going to have all of the tools that you need to begin to craft the vision for your future. You're going to understand how much growth and how many assets you're going to have to have in order to align with that future. And we're going to show you and talk to you about how and when to buy. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Business of Trucking Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Bravada. I've spent years helping entrepreneurs, executives, and salespeople grow their life and their business by creating results. And now I've got my sights set on helping truckers just like you. So if you're ready to act like an owner, not just the operator of your trucking business, and if you're also interested in increasing your own personal cash flow while creating more time and financial freedom for you and your family, the business of trucking is the place to be. Let's dive into today's episode. In order for you to get where you're going in life, you have to first understand where it is that you want to go, what that destination is. As a driver, you should understand this probably more than most people. When a load is booked for you or you book your own load, you know, of course, where you're going to pick it up and when, and you know where it needs to go. Not only do you know where it needs to go, but you know the exact delivery date and time that it needs to be there. Now, if we just picked up a load from Detroit, Michigan, going to uh, Dallas, Texas, and we just start heading that way, you know, you might make it. Probably not, but you might make it. It's going to take you a lot longer than if you used your navigation system in your truck and you took five minutes to plug in the directions. And what does that navigation do? It gives you the turn-by-turn guidelines to get to that destination. But not only that, it gives you the turn-by-turn guidelines to get there in a specified period of time so that you arrive to your delivery appointment on time. Most people do not take the time to visualize and think about what their future is. And they definitely don't take the time to map out the turn-by-turn guidelines in order to get there. And if they do, they probably haven't taken the time to put a deadline on it. I want to be at this particular place at this particular point in time and working that strategy back to get me there. We're going to do that. We're going to get there, guys. Pay attention to what we're doing. Write this stuff down. If you have to re-listen to it, re-listen to it. Now, over the course of today, what we're going to talk about, these three big takeaways from today's episode, is how to craft that vision and the things that you're going to need to do on your own in order you know, to know your destination. Aside from that, once we know what that is, once we know what that future is, now you're going to be able to use that plan. And instead of guessing, it will tell you what your net income needs to be, what that cash flow needs to be in order to live the life that you say you want. Once we understand that, we're going to put that into the strategy so that you can calculate your growth, understand when and how to buy, understand some of the tax benefits of being a truck owner. We're going to go through it all. At the end of the day, you want to be able to bridge your visions of your future into the now. Let's not start that tomorrow. If you're driving, go ahead and listen. Come back and review the episode. If you're not driving, write a few things down. We're going to get there. Now, the first thing that I'd like to talk about today is the 12-week year. And I want to I want to help you understand what that is and, and why we have it. So it is very difficult for us to control the long-term. The further out that you stretch an event, the less control we have of what that future is. A year from now, two years from now, I have no idea what's gonna happen. 
But the shorter that I bring that, the more control that I have over the results. I don't not, I'll never have ultimate control, but I have more control. So if you look at from a corporate level, a 12 week year, what it does is in the beginning of everybody's year, every company, everybody's energized. It's a new year. Even on, an, on a personal individual basis, you have New Year's resolutions. People are excited. They're engaged. It's you know a brand new year. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to stop drinking sodas. I'm going to whatever it happens to be. And, you know, after a few months, they tend to go right back to where they were. Companies are no different. They have a you know a spike in sales at the beginning of the year. Good first quarter. They're showing growth. They're showing revenue, and and people are happy and they're engaged. And then in the middle of the year. You know, June, July, things tend to dip down. When you do something on an annual basis and you have annualized planning, what happens in those moments is that you have an illusion of time. So July comes around and you're not where you want to be financially or your goals or you as a trucker with your gross revenue for the year or how you're doing. And the idea of the mindset is, well, hey, you know, it's only July. I got plenty of time. We'll get there. It'll happen. And what happens every year in November? Every year, October, November, you have a massive spike in sales. Every time you flip a channel, there's a new commercial. You have Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Everybody is running sales. Everybody's slashing rates. You see car dealerships, 0% interest for all buyers. You know They're trying to get people in. And the reality is, is it took them the entire year to figure out that they were behind their goal. And now they're doing anything and everything that they can to raise those sales at the end of the year. And there's always a huge push for sales at the end of the year. What we do is we work on a 12-week system. The 12-week is our new year. That's how every single individual, that's how every single company that I'm a part of, that's what we do. That's the culture. And when I took that into trucking, it helped me grow. And that's what we're talking about today. You all have a company. You all have an entity. Yes. My guess is that most of you don't necessarily want to be the next Penske or the next rider or the next Schneider, you stepped out to buy your own truck and to get your own authority or to be an owner operator to build your own personal cash flow. My guess is that most of you would love to have, of course, as much income as you want. I want you to have the life that you want, but you have to understand that those assets that you have are investments. Those trucks are investments. And so how do we know how to calculate that growth? Well, when we bring things down into a 12-week year, what it's going to do, it's going to allow you to know every single day, every single week, what you must do to align with your future. And it's going to allow you to control that. And what it happens is it starts off with your vision. When we close our eyes, now if you're driving, don't do this. If you're home, do this. But if you're driving, just think about it and then go back and re-listen to it later on tonight or something along those lines. But the vision that you have, and I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think about if it was three years from today, so it's 2025, whatever the date and time of it is, how old are you? Imagine, put the picture in your head, what do you look like three years from today? Think about it a little bit further. Imagine the life that you want. Imagine that it already happened. It's already in existence. So when you think about your vision three years from today, don't think about it as if I hope or I wish or I want. Think about it as it's already happened. I already am everything that I said that I wanted. 
and write down what it is that you see. Not bullet points, write it down like an author would in a novel. Be descriptive. If I say I'm driving down Pacific Coast Highway, a 78 degree day, the sun is shining in my face, I'm driving a new 2023 red convertible Z06 Corvette. The wind is running through my hair. I can smell the salt coming off of the ocean as I'm driving down the winding roads. Some of you can probably put that picture, that image in your head, whether or not you've even been on Pacific Coast Highway in California. You know, there's a psychological study that's done and you can find it on YouTube. Uh, you know, it's pretty prevalent. You probably already know about it or have heard about it, but they take people on a stage and they have them close their eyes. And what they do is they say, imagine walking in, in front of your refrigerator, reach into your refrigerator, grab a lemon, pull that lemon in and take a bite right into that lemon. And what you will notice from the people's faces when they do that, they cringe. Their mouth starts to water. The saliva builds up. Why? You're not eating an actual lemon, but the mind doesn't know that. The mind is very powerful. When you think about your vision, the reason that that is so important is because when you have a vision in your head, it will change the way that you think. And if you change the way that you think, your actions will follow. And we all know that every action has a result. If I'm trying to control the results the best that I can, I have to be able to control my actions. And if I want to make sure that my actions are correct, I have to change the way that I think. That's the full circle here. So your visions is where it starts. And I want you to think about that. So one of the things, that's the growth mindset, by the way. The growth mindset is that you have to think in your head. You have to have the vision for something bigger. And when you have that vision for something bigger, or that desire for something bigger, you're going to think about it all the time. If you really want it, you're going to think about it all the time. Now, how and why I grew quick. When I was you, I started off, I didn't know anything about trucking. No experience. I wanted to look for investments. It was either real estate or it was trucking. And trucking because my stepbrother had, you know, he, he was a company driver and he talked to me about it and you know, we went through that. I put it out side by side and I, I, I put it on paper and I said, okay, if I buy a $100,000 home and rent it out, you know, let's say that on a hundred thousand dollar home with my taxes and insurance, cause it's rental property and everything, you know, maybe I'm paying a thousand dollars a month, maybe 900, maybe a thousand. Let's say I rent it out for 1200 bucks a month, $1,500 a month, you know, so I'm going to put anywhere between two to $600 a month in my pocket. The idea of creating cash flow with rental properties, by the way, is to have multiples. You, you shouldn't just have one. The idea is to have tens, hundreds, thousands, storage units, whatever it happens to be. You have to have multiple of them because you don't make a whole lot of money off of those. But the idea is that the renters will pay the debt off for you. And so in the meantime, you're, you've built cash flow. Eventually the homes will be paid for and you can collect all of the rent without you know having a bank involved. But if I took the same Apple to Apple and I said, I'm going to go buy a $100,000 semi-truck and that $100,000 semi-truck can gross $25,000 a month. I pay my driver. I pay my fuel. I pay my insurance, plan for some maintenance. You have all the little things that you have. 
I should put somewhere between $2,500 to $5,000 a month in my pocket, no matter what, as an owner. Now, if I want to pay my driver a little bit more, if I plan on some maintenance every month, let's just say that I net out $2,000 off of everything that's off the $25,000 or $30,000 of gross revenue. Say I only put $2,000 in my pocket. Well, for me, that made a lot more sense. $100,000 truck, 20% down, I spend $20,000. Assuming, you know, basically the worst case scenario that you could, I make $2,000 a month, $24,000 a year. It's 100% return on my cash outlay. In addition to that, I just bought a $100,000 asset, and that has tax advantages, which we'll talk about here in a second. So I said, okay, not a problem. Let's go buy the truck. As we did that, as I saw that cash flow, my mind said, okay, now I have to grow. Now I have to duplicate that cash flow process. We put a system in place, and I said, listen, we're going to take $1,000 a week, and we're going to put it away. At the end of 12 weeks, we're going to have $12,000, and I took that $12,000 and I used it as a down payment to get me into the next truck. And every three months, every 12 weeks, I acquired an asset. How and when? Why was easy? I knew what my income goal was. I knew what I wanted my life to look like. And that dictated that I must buy a certain amount of vehicles. The question is, what price point do I buy the vehicle? And when do I buy the vehicle? And how many do I need to buy? Once I calculated my income and I knew what I wanted my investment return to be, the next thing you have to look at is, okay, do I buy a truck that is 50000 Do I buy a truck that's 100000 Or do I buy a $200,000 brand new truck? Pros and cons to all. I chose cash flow. We went and found, you know, $50,000, dollars $70,000 trucks that we knew were going to get us a few years without having to do anything major, knowing full well that at some point in the future, you know, either we get rid of it or we spend 25, 30 grand, put a brand new crate engine in there and you got a brand new truck. The difference for me was, is that if I buy a $50,000 truck, let's say that they want 10% down or, you know, 10% is five grand, 20% is 10, right? So that was part of my 12 week strategy. Now, in addition to that, if I put $10,000 down, I finance 40, that might generate me a payment of, let's just say $800 a month. Who knows? 850 bucks a month. Let's just call it $1,000 a month. High interest. A $200,000 truck, brand new, full warranty, nice and shiny, probably is going to cost me about $4,000 a month. So I look at it and I say, okay, there's a $3,000 a month gap. That $3,000 a month represents $36,000 a year. The question that I have is, will I spend more than $36,000 a year in the cheaper truck and maintenance throughout the course of that year? If the answer is yes, you either look for another truck or you just go buy that nice shiny one. But if the answer is no, let's say I spend $20,000 a year in maintenance. Let's say I spend $30,000 a year in maintenance. I'm still saving six. So for me, it made more sense to buy a good looking unit, a nice exterior shell, get it cheap, have my cash flow high, knowing full well that I'm going to have maintenance pop up here and there. And my worst case scenario is I have to go buy a crate engine. Now I try to take that to two to three mechanics, have them diagnose it and make sure that I can get, you know, two years out of it before I have to do anything major. And I don't, you know, some of that depends on the person that you put in the unit. But for me, I wanted cash flow. The nice shiny unit is is nice, but you know at the same time, why why spend the money? The, the the unit can only generate what the unit generates. 
as a solo driver, you know, you, 250,000, 300,000 a year of gross revenue. It doesn't matter if it's a $200,000 truck or if it's free, it's still going to generate the, the same amount of gross revenue. You can only drive so many miles within a week and within a year as a solo. So I chose cash flow. When was it the right time? With one truck, I looked at it and I said, okay, let's say we do 300,000 in gross revenue. Let's say of the 300,000, 100,000 is mine in my pocket after everything's said and done. You know, as an owner, I don't pay, you know, we don't pay taxes throughout the course of the year. So now I have to pay tax on my 100,000. Let's just for easy math, say it's 30% and I got to pay $30,000. So I have a choice. I give $30,000 and I write it to the IRS and I don't do anything for myself. I start off the next year or the next month after that, and I'm at the same level of revenue that I'm at. So one of the benefits of being an owner, one of the benefits of owning a trucking company is that I could take that same $30,000 and go put it to work. So if I wanted to buy a truck, let's call it $70,000, 20% down, I owe 14 grand. I just bought a $70,000 depreciation. So of the 100,000 that I knew I was going to have, 70,000 of it is now gone. In addition to that, I spent $14,000 of the money that I would have had to pay anyways. And that $14,000 added me an additional 250, roughly $1,000 a year of gross revenue, which should have added, even in a bad situation, $50,000 a year of recurring revenue to myself. Probably is more than that, but I like to use conservative numbers. So I bought myself an asset that generates me additional income of roughly two to five thousand dollars a month, and I wiped out a hundred thousand, seventy thousand of the hundred thousand that I owed. Now we go into what's called tax strategy. Now, if you have an accountant or if you have a CPA, somebody working with you. My guess is that most of the time they have never sat down with you and done a preemptive tax strategy. Most of these accountants and CPAs want to work with you after the year is done to file your taxes. And then they go back and look and say, what did you do basically by accident that we can use as a deduction, as opposed to attacking it ahead of the game with a strategy for growth. And so what we'll do now is to say, okay, now I have two trucks. Those two trucks are going to generate $250,000 a year of revenue. Let's say I net out $100,000 on each one. Now I got $200,000. I just wiped out seventy, dollars and I bought my first truck. So, you know, let's call that one another seventy. dollars So that's $140,000 of the two hundred dollars that I know I'm going to have to probably pay taxes on. So now I have $70,000 left over. I take some money from each of those trucks. Next 12 weeks rolls by. I go out and use that money to deploy again. Let's just call it another $70,000 truck. So my cash outlay on the two trucks that I added was $30,000, which happened to have been the exact same amount of money that I would have had to pay in taxes anyways. Now I've scheduled it in such a way that third truck, let's say we bought in December. So I've scheduled it in such a way that I spent the exact same amount of money that I would have had to spend. I increased my cash flow by 200%. I went from one truck, let's just say puts $5,000 in my pocket of owner income. And I bought a second truck that adds that same five. I bought a third truck that adds that same five. So I started off at 5,000. Now I'm at 15,000 a month. Let's say there's maintenance involved and I spend $5,000 a month in maintenance. Now I'm at 10. Okay. So I, it's hundred percent. I doubled it. 
right? Even with maintenance. Now the cash flow is still there just because you paid it. Maintenance doesn't make it disappear. That cash flow is there. Now I go into my tax season and I ended up buying three trucks, $70,000. And with fuel and with everything else that you pay, it wiped it out. And I was able to build my company on the exact same tax dollars that I would have had to pay. So how and why and when? Why to grow is based on your vision. It's based on your strategy. You have to be able to grow at a factor that aligns with the future that you want. And you have to do it now. Don't do it later. Don't start it next month. Start it now because you want to align and you want to be there by a certain dead point in time, right? A deadline. How to grow is to calculate the money that you're going to have to pay anyways. Put that money away so that you don't see it. Let it stack up until you have it. That's part of the strategy. When to buy, you have to be able to understand looking ahead at your tax strategy. What is my gross revenue? What is my net revenue? And every 12 weeks, you're going to reevaluate. And that evaluation is going to tell you, do I need another one this year or am I good? Do I need to buy one every three months? Do I need to buy five? Do I need to buy? I only have time to buy one more because I got to put some money away. And, you know, let's just say it's August and I, I need to get one more by the end of the year. And let's say that, you know, I have to wipe out $100,000 of revenue. So my truck, my purchase must be $100,000. So I have that depreciation. You look at companies that go buy, a, you know, a $20 million jet. They're not buying it because, hey, I want a $20 million jet. They're buying it because they're wiping out taxes. So there's a strategy involved with that. How to utilize the benefits of the taxes available to you. Now, let's go back to the vision. What I'd like to do is I'd like to talk to you about the mindset. And you're going to have some homework today. And that homework is something that you're going to write down. It's for you. You're the only one that knows if you're doing it, right? Now, we'll give you, we'll, we'll give you an offer here at the end of the episode. But what I want to go through today is to help you do it on your own. So write down your three-year vision. Again, that vision needs to be a vision. It needs to be descriptive. Don't just say you want a luxury car. Say you want a 1967 Mustang, or you want gray with black stripes, or you want a 2023 baby blue C8 Corvette Z06, whatever it happens to be. Be descriptive. I have X amount of dollars in my bank account. I am living in a house in Dallas, Texas, that's 3,500 square feet and I have two kids and I'm married and I got two dogs and be specific. The next part of this is what we call a have do be. And on one column, you're going to title it have. And in that column, now you can bullet point things. List all of the things that you want to have in your life. You want to have a family. You want to have a million dollars. You want to have a company. You want to have a dog. You want to, whatever it is, put it down. In the middle column, you're going to have the do list. So it's titled do on top. And again, bullet point. What are all the things in your life that you want to do? You want to go scuba diving. You want to be a pilot. You want to be the CEO of a company. You want to go see uh, Egypt. You want to take your kids to Disney World. You want to be, again, be specific, but put all the things that you want to do in your lifetime. In that third column, you're going to title it B. And this column here is what is the person that you want to be? Who do you want to be known for? When people talk behind your back, what do they say? One of the harder exercises to do, but a good exercise is to write your own obituary. You're not here anymore. What does it say? What did they write about you? What was the trail that you left? What all of those things are going to do 
is going to help yourself or a business coach understand the type of person that you want, understand the life that you see, understand the things that you want your life to be. And most importantly, you know, who you want to be. What do you want to be known as? So that as we go through, we can help you stay on that track. And when you build out your own strategic plan, that stuff will all be incorporated so that as you're doing the day-to-day, week-to-week stuff, everything is falling in place and you might not even realize it because you'll work off of your strategy. You'll turn when the navigation says go left. You're just going to follow the navigation and it will take you to the destination. That's what the purpose of this is. After the have to be, you're going to do a period goal. The period goal is my 12-week goal. At the end of 12 weeks, what do I want to have accomplished? Now, as you as a driver, you might say at the end of 12 weeks, I want to put X amount of money in my pocket. Let's say you know you want to make $10,000 a month, $30,000 is my income goal. Maybe I want $50,000. What is it at the end of the 12 weeks that is going to make you happy? That's your 12-week goal. It doesn't matter. It doesn't be business. It could be, you know, health related. You want to go to the gym. You want to do something. I mean, at the end of 12 weeks, what is it? In order to accomplish that goal, we have to have some strategies. And we'll take three, three strategies. One might be to generate a certain amount of gross revenue every single week. One might be to acquire a new asset for my own cash flow. The other one might be, well, it can be anything you want. It could be a personal one. It could be a personal goal to go to the gym more or do my date nights or be a better person. Whatever it happens to be, that third strategy can be a personal one. Do number one and number two is business. In order for the strategies to happen, they're going to be day-to-day, week-to-week, what we call tactics, the daily activity. So if I have to gross a certain amount of money throughout the week, there are things that I have to do every single day and every single week that will recur in order for that to happen. One is I must average $1,100 a day. Go back to the episode we did about rules one and rule number two, right? So I also have to do that $5,500, $1,100 a day at a certain rate per mile. And if I do that, strategy one should be complete. If strategy one is complete, it's going to help me get to my goal. Strategy two was, oh, I need to go build my own personal cash flow, whether it's trucks or trailers or real estate or anything else you want to do. You have to be able to identify what it is that you have to do within that 12 weeks. And if that's the strategy and it says build my cash flow, then I got to buy a truck at the end of the 12 weeks. Now there's tactics that have to happen every week and every day that are going to help me lead to that event. One, I must obviously keep on my gross revenue. Two, I have to identify the trucks. Three, I have to make sure my credit is okay. I mean, there's a list of things you got to put money away. There's a list of things that you have to happen, right? And if you do those day-to-day, week-to-week tactics, that strategy should happen. And if that strategy happens, your period goal falls into place. It's not all business though, which is why I said that third strategy should be a personal strategy. Because the be part, who do you want to be? You, know, you want to be a good husband. You want to be a good wife. You want to be a good father. You want to be somebody that that is known people go to in a hard situation. Whatever that happens to be, that's the person that you want to be. But if you say this, I want to be a good father. And if you're a truck driver and you're out there on the road and during the week, Monday through Friday, your kids are in school, they got football practices and games or basketball or baseball or whatever it happens to be. And you're out there on the road. Look at three years from now. Is your kid going to come out and say, yeah, I saw my dad every time I looked up into the stands. Or is he going to say, uh, you know, I, I, I know he couldn't be around because he was working a whole lot. But, you know, I really wish you could have seen me play. Now, you want to be a great dad. Does a great dad miss games? So into that strategy, there are going to be things that are done. And part of what a results coach does on a week-to-week basis with our clients is to make sure that they're executing the plans as they wrote them. 
to be able to help call somebody out when they're not doing what they're doing. And that is the basis of the strategies. You have your vision, you have your have do be list, which is going to dictate certain things. You have your 12 week goal, you have your strategies, you have the daily tactics. The only thing you have to do next is go execute it because you take all this time to put stuff on paper and create your roadmap. But if you don't use the roadmap, nothing can happen. It all comes down to how you execute and a results coach will help you execute, but you can do this by yourself. I want to mention one quick thing here while we're talking about the growth. Anytime that we grow, it's uncomfortable. If you're listening to this, if you're driving, if you're writing things down and you get that uncomfortable feeling in your gut, I know that I need it, but I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I want to take the risk. And if you have that feeling, take the risk. Every entrepreneur, when they do something big, they feel that because it's risky. In order to do big things, you have to take big actions, massive actions. And that's uncomfortable. But if you have the right strategy and you have the right coach and you got somebody behind you, you'll have somebody to help keep you on track. But you can do it yourself. Just remember your why. To recap real quick, we have to be able to bring our long-term strategies, our long-term visions into a shorter time frame because it is much easier for us to control the short term than the long term. It is easier for me to ask somebody who is a vivid smoker than say, listen, do not just come into January and say you're going to stop smoking. What are the odds and chances of that happening? Now, there are exceptions to that. There is a psychological epiphany that happens in people when they make decisions in a split second. And that decision is it. They took their last drink of alcohol for the last time. They never touched it again. Never thought about it again. They smoked their last cigarette. They never thought about it again. We'll talk about that at a different time. That's, that's a psychological thing. But for most people, if they say, I'm going to stop smoking, that's it. I'm done. Maybe it's a week, maybe it's a month, but they go back, right? It's not practical to ask somebody to do that forever. Ask him to do it for a year, very highly unlikely that that's even going to happen. But what I can ask them to do is say, listen, you smoke a pack a day. Do you think that you could commit for the next 12 weeks? I'm not talking about forever. I'm talking for the next 12 weeks. Can you smoke one cigarette for breakfast, one for lunch, one for dinner, three a day for the next 12 weeks? Can you commit to that? The chances, the probability of that coming into play is much, much greater than asking somebody to do it from an extended period of time. So we must bring things down into the now and create urgency today and create a reason why it's important today and make a commitment for 12 weeks. It's all I'm asking you 12 weeks, three months, 12 weeks. Remember that in order to control those results, if the result is to stop smoking, if the result is to go build your own cash flow, if the result is to be home, to spend the time with your family and your friends and do the things that you want to do in your life, if that is the result, you must change the actions that you're doing today because the actions that you're doing today are leading you to where you are right now. In order for us to change the actions, we have to change the way that we think. And in order to start thinking a different way, we have to start visually having images in our head of something that's bigger. That vision is like artwork with inside your brain, and we have to think about now how to get it out. Vision, thinking, actions, results. Your homework today, based on your vision, based on your strategy, how much growth do you need to experience over the next 12 weeks? Here's my offer. The time is now. 
Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Don't wait till a month from now or a year from now. Do it right now. If you're driving, that's okay. Don't do it literally this second, but do it when you stop your clock because I know you can't drive 24 hours. We all have drive clocks. So when you stop, replay this if you need to. Put your visions down. Where are you three years from today? Number one. Number two, your have, do, be list. Number three, at the end of 12 weeks, based on your vision, where do you need to be? What is that growth? Line it up with the tax strategy. You can do that all on your own. But here's my offer right now. If you subscribe and like everything that we've done, please go ahead and email businessmanagement at 131trucking.com. Let them know that you listen to the show. Submit your plans. These are your plans. Myself or one of the business coaches will give you a half hour for free to do nothing but take a look at what you've submitted through your emails to help you cross the T's and dot the I's. We'll give you 30 minutes and we'll blast it out there for you so that you can go off and you can do this on your own. I'll do that for you. Half hour for free. First 15 people. How about that? We'll do 15 people because I don't know if I, if I don't know, I don't know if my business coaches will be happy with me taking up all of their time. First 15 people. The door is open right now. Every now and then doors open in your life. Those are your opportunities. Don't waste it. Don't let the door close. Remember, different is not always better, but better is always different. If you change the way that you think, they'll change your actions. If you change your actions, they'll change your reality. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I hope that you learned a lot and that you feel motivated to start implementing everything that you've learned here by making those changes in your life. You know I love results, and I know that you're going to have amazing ones. If you like what you're hearing and you want to leave a review, that would be great. Make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any of the new shows and connect with me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways. And always remember, if you change your thinking, you'll change your reality.